When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Impact Theory Podcast, your source of empowering ideas and actionable techniques from the world's highest achievers. Join host Tom Bilyeu, serial entrepreneur and co-founder of the billion-dollar brand Quest Nutrition, on a journey to unlock your potential and realize your vision of success. Welcome to Impact Theory. What is up, everybody? Happy 4th of July. Um, I imagine many, many of you guys are out with the fam, but as we are not dropping uh, an episode of Impact Theory today because of the holiday, I thought I would come on here and uh, do a Q&A. So welcome to the feed. It is good to see you guys. I hope you guys, if you're in the US anyway, I hope you have some awesome plans. And the 4th of July is always a little weird around here because I'm married to a Brit. Uh, so it's the celebration of victory and the bitter sting of defeat all in one household. Uh, what's up, Joshua? How's it going in Florida, man? It's good to see you in the feed. Mike Burkhart, what is up, dude? Fabio, talk more about comic books. What do you want to know, my friend? I'm actually reading a book right now called Barking Up the Wrong Tree. It's not technically about comic books. Uh, but he is talking about the absolute um, power of narrative to improve somebody's story. And one of the lines in the book is something like, if you want to get through um, Navy SEALs BUDS training, what you may need is a comic book. And uh, needless to say, I had to bookmark that part. I thought that was pretty brilliant. And he goes on to cite all the studies, uh, not the least of which is from the Navy SEALs themselves who talk about how uh, after 9-11, when they were just desperately in need of getting more SEALs, they had two options, either find a way to help more people graduate their grueling requirements or lower their requirements. And needless to say, lowering their requirements didn't make any sense. So they had to find a way to help more people graduate. And what they found was helping people improve their self-talk was uh, the key. And just by teaching recruits how to improve their self-talk, they were able to get a 10% increase in the number of people that graduated. I thought that was pretty spectacular. Um, Very, very cool. And Mama-san says hi. What is up, Mama-san, everybody? My mom is in the feed. She is masquerading as Michael Stone. Uh, So what is up? And uh, yeah, so really interesting book, by the way. Uh, I highly encourage anybody interested in what it actually takes to become successful to check that book out. And the reason it's called Barking Up the Wrong Tree is it's basically saying that all the things that you've been taught about what makes somebody successful is um, actually wrong. And one of the things they look at is, and this is something I've seen cited before, uh, it's pretty interesting, do nice guys finish last or do they actually win? And as somebody who considers himself a nice guy, I was pretty intrigued by the research and it shows that, brace yourselves, nice guys finish last. And I thought that was uh, really interesting. And then of course, as they look deeper at the research, they find that nice guys also finish first. So the fascinating part about that is that being nice can really make you a chump. And I think everybody understands that Uh, intuitively. You know that you can very easily be taken advantage of if you're a little bit too nice. Uh, But they also understand, um, hopefully you guys understand intuitively that if you're the nice guy for long enough, 
that you'll begin to reap those rewards and that you're planting seeds, you're playing a long game uh, when you're being nice. But it it's very um, level-headed in its approach to the research and really looking at when being a good person or being nice, I should say, uh, can actually work against you. And they did this computer algorithm study where they had algorithms try different methods. We get some angry faces on that one. Uh, maybe you're, you're trying the method of being an angry person, which, by the way, uh, can only hope to put you in the middle. Uh, so not a great strategy. There were two things that put you in the middle, being a dick and then something else I'm forgetting right now. Um, so beware. But the, the interesting thing about this algorithm um, study was they, they tried, I can't remember how many algorithms, but it was a lot. And they put them in competition for something called the prisoner's dilemma. Uh, if you guys know that study, it's pretty interesting. Basically, what would you do if you were um, being interrogated by the police, you and a partner, and you guys were guilty of a crime, and if, it's, if you confess, you get three years if you say nothing, you get one year. Um, but if either of you rats out the other person, you get five years. And so, but if you rat the other person out, sorry, if you rat the other person out, I think you get three years um, and they get five years. So like on balance, what do you do? Obviously, if you can trust the other person, the only thing that makes sense is for you both to say nothing. Uh, but if you don't trust the other person, then you could find yourself in a sticky situation. And then they put a bunch of algorithms with that math and they say, okay, who ends up winning? And the algorithm that wins is, is the simplest algorithm, I believe, that gets entered and it's only two lines of code and it's tit for tat. Um, so they call it the TFT strategy. So tit for tat is a thing that um, they're hypothesizing would in real human life um, give you the most um, advantageous outcome. So that is lead with trust and your first attempt at the prisoner's dilemma would be to say nothing and to go for the ideal and see if you can trust your partner. And then in the next round, you do whatever they did to you. So if they rat you out, then you rat them out in the next one. So basically saying that you do have to know when to punish people, which I found very, very interesting. All right, I want, Ibrahim Algalad is in the feed. What is up, dude? Um, so he's super legit. He is one of our interns from the initial class, which you have to fully respect that. Uh, just absolutely crushing it and uh, works so many hours that I have to find a way to get that guy home in a more reasonable hour. It, it, yeah, it's amazing when you trigger my sense of, all right, like you're, it's probably too many hours. Uh, Javi, 4th of July, we have Cinco de Mayo. Hi from Mexico. What is up, dude? Uh, we have totally co-opted your Cinco de Mayo. I don't know if I should apologize for that or thank you for that. Uh, but people here have a great time on yours as well. Daniel Breeze, what's up, dude? Thank you for sharing. And yes, while we're on the topic of sharing, if uh, the feed is adding value, please do share it. This is how uh, we're going to build uh, the community that we're trying to build here. And by the way, oh man, I'm forgetting off the top of my head who it was, but somebody just left a comment on YouTube, which I was utterly moved by, which was um, basically my whole thing is we're going to try to beat Disney at their own game. And they were basically saying, uh, not basically, they said exactly that we are already the new Disney, obviously far too kind. Uh, but their breakdown of why they feel that way was pretty awesome. Uh, Tanantzin, wow. I was getting cocky not having to be the one to read names, and now I'm feeling uh, bad for that. How do you figure out what your passion is in life, and how do you become a better public speaker? All right, let's answer the easy one first. How do you become a better public speaker? Speak a lot. So go anything that you want to get good at, 
doing it a lot is step number one. Step number two is make sure that when you're going in to do it, that you're, uh, it's disciplined practice so that there are actually things that you're trying to get better at in that moment. You're not just showing up. You really have to show up and say, okay, in this one, like one of the things I practice all the time is being able to remember multiple branches. So if I'm going to go down um, a tangent, then I need to practice remembering what my main point was so that I can get back so that I don't lose my train of thought. Even though it's completely invisible most of the time on impact theory, you can rest assured that I am practicing that pretty much every time because that's a big weakness for me. Um, how do you find your passion in life? All right, passion is something that you develop. It's not something you discover. So you're not gonna figure it out. You're gonna design it. So it's gonna start with overlapping areas of interest, ideally. And then if money is an issue for you, you wanna find overlapping areas of interest that also um, intersect with making money. That's uh, being able to monetize it's very, very important. So looking at that and then knowing that those sparks through the process of gaining mastery is what becomes passion. So you have to be on the process of gaining mastery Progress is a huge part of what makes people feel happiness in a long-term relevant way and something more than like the bowl of ice cream, momentary happiness kind of way. So really focusing on how do I get better at this thing? That's really, really critical. And since I don't think most people want to run their own company and thank God for that because otherwise the system that we have wouldn't work, Focusing on becoming a linchpin employee, this is something they talk about in Barking Up the Wrong Tree, uh, which is really great. And about probably halfway through the book and just sent Christopher a message this morning, like, we gotta get this guy on the show. Like, these ideas are absolutely brilliant. I apologize for the helicopter, uh, but wanted to be outside and wonderfully festive for the 4th of July. So yeah, that's how you get uh, a, how you develop a passion. Nina Alvarez, there are a lot of books related to Navy SEALs, curious to know why. Um, I think because, and this is just speculation, but for me anyway, the thing that I find so utterly fascinating about them is the mental discipline that it takes to get through that, and also they're facing life and death things, so there really are no higher stakes. Put those two together, that's uh, pretty interesting. Arthur King, is there an audiobook? Basically, if I talk about it, there's an audiobook. 99% um, of what I read our audiobooks. Uh, Mike Burkhart, Nice Guys Finish Best. So they finished first and last. Got to be really strategic on that one. Arthur King, I totally believe that. Daniel Breeze, being a nice guy is associated in most people's minds as lacking confidence. There's actually research to back that up. I hate that that's true, uh, but it really is true. And in the book, Barking Up the Wrong Tree, he first goes through all the literature um, about the ways that we perceive nice people as finishing last, about the ways that um, jerks can get ahead, come out ahead, and I found that really, really interesting. And he said, okay, I'm gonna stop now because uh, they won't let me sell the book with antidepressants, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, and then he goes into uh, the science that basically says it's, it's really both ends of the spectrum. Um, Danbro Fitness, what is up, dude? Thank you for sharing the video. Arthur King, Lindsay Hahn, happy fourth to you too. Happy fourth to everybody in the feed. Avi, how do we request an interview with you? Any email you would check yourself. Thank you, namaste. Uh, so I don't check email ever, ever, ever. Uh, I have an absolute pathological aversion to email. If you want to connect with me, social is the way to do it. Um, if I'm honest, I don't want this to be true. I'd love it to be more spread out. But if I'm honest, a DM in IG is probably the best way to get me or in the comments. Um, if you ask a long answer in fairness or a long question, um, 
you reduce your odds that I'll get back to you in a timely fashion. So let's start with that. Be nice and punchy. Uh, and then also, if it would require a long, nuanced answer, I'll tell you to come here to a Facebook Live. I'll give you a very brief answer. I just get so many um, to respond is very difficult. Uh, I think it's important to note if you get a response from me, even a like, a heart, anything that actually is me, and I think people have a hard time believing that, but it really is me. Um, Shristi, I love that name. Happy 4th, happy 4th to you, to Luis Garcia. What is up, dude? If you guys aren't already, go check out Luis's feeds. He's got several. My favorite is Law of Ambition. Uh, absolutely incredible. And he's finally putting himself in the feed, uh, which I cannot recommend strongly enough. And this guy has got an awesome story. Go check him out. By the way, Lewis, your um, that most recent post that you put up, I really, really liked. I like the photo. Uh, you're freakishly photogenic. Amanda Manning in the house, another IT team member. What is up, Amanda? Happy Fourth of July from Palm Springs. Grandma Manning, what is up? And Mama Manning, dude, much love to that whole family. You guys are awesome. Andrew Rohde, happy Fourth from Queens, right back at you. Alex McMahon, I hope that's how we pronounce that. Hey, Tom, besides leaving reviews on iTunes and sharing IT content, how can we as a community support Impact Theory and yourself? The value you put uh, out is insane and want to find a way to help add value for, and it only shows me that. All right, so uh, A, thank you for asking that. It's absolutely incredible. The things you already mentioned are really the things that are most meaningful to us. But if you really want to go the extra mile, hit up that IT store and buy some merch. Uh, one, I actually believe that the stuff that we're putting in there will help with self-signaling. So I think that it's empowering um, items. And then two, it's money and that helps fund everything. So uh, yeah, get on it. The store has been crushing it for us. I'm super stoked on it, but check it out. Shop.impacttheory.com or you can just go to the website, impacttheory.com, hit the store link all kinds of amazing stuff. Also, if you're gonna buy any of the books that I recommend, those are all affiliate links, so we get a very small, but we get a percentage of those sales, um, so that all helps. Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, sorry. Uh, Tom, how do we free people from the matrix, and what exactly does that mean to you? Can you define it? Yes, so uh, the definition of the matrix to me is the web of limiting beliefs that people pull over their own eyes and accept that that's all that's really possible in life, which of course is a lie, and if you're gonna lie to yourself, lie in an empowering way might I suggest. Uh, so that is really what it's all about, helping people understand that they really can do anything that they set their mind to. I'm just gonna say it without limitation. Um, and all the content that we're putting out is designed to do that. Now, the social content is a very small drop in that bucket, and I really believe that the actual real play is traditional narrative content itself. So comic books, books, TV shows, movies, and video games, those are gonna be the ways that we really adjust people's behavior. And my thing is how do you pull somebody out of the matrix that doesn't want to be pulled out? Uh, and the answer to that to me is narrative because you're building your, beliefs, your belief system brick by brick, whether you mean to or not. It's the things your parents say, it's the TV shows that you watch, the movies, the books, and all of that that you read and the characters that you identify, look up to, if they have a limiting belief, you will adopt said same limiting belief. And a lot of times we connect most deeply to the people that we can identify with. And if we already have negative beliefs, we're gonna, then gonna connect with other people that have negative beliefs and you get into this negative down spiral, but it feels good because you feel heard and understood, not realizing that you can actually build an empowering mindset and feel heard and understood by people that have an empowering mindset. So. I think that creating that traditional narrative stuff is how we're really gonna be able to impact people. The research is so definitive on this um, and people have been talking about it for a very, very, very long time. Um, so I'm utterly convinced that that is the truth. It certainly is how I pulled myself out of the matrix. What is the best way to manage your emotions? 
A, understanding the brain, understanding the anatomy, the neuroanatomy of the brain, I think is one of the most important things to getting a grip on your emotions because once you understand that the human body is a chemical processing plant and it's all about learning to secrete the right chemicals and very simple things like forcing yourself to smile or laugh out loud actually takes control of the neurochemistry and that's really the name of the game at the end of the day. And then practice. So got to get on that practice. Lucas, what is up? Do I still own Quest? I still own my portion of Quest, which we will bar ballpark at a third that we did sell a portion of it. Um, Roshan Gerard, uh, how do you deal with depression and overcome anxiety? Any hacks or tips that can be applied daily? Most definitely. So anxiety is worrying about the future. Depression is obsessing over the past. Understanding that all of that stuff is malleable. Uh, and if you're going to obsess over a future, please, I'm begging you, obsess over a future that's wonderful, that's amazing, focus on being optimistic. Uh, optimism and pessimism are not genetically hardwired into you, so it's what you force yourself to do. You're gonna get what you focus on, so if you focus on things that are optimistic, you're gonna feel more optimistic. Optimistic people do better in life. It is a foundational part of success, and you're going to lie to yourself about the future because you cannot predict the future. So you can either lie that it's gonna be bad, or you can lie and tell yourself that it's gonna be all roses. Just tell yourself it's going to be all roses and then make sure that you're doing the things to give that the highest odds of success of actually coming true. Uh, that'll help certainly with depression, or sorry, with anxiety, with depression, um, understanding that the neurons that fire together wire together and that as you obsess over things in the past, you've really got to learn to rewire it, reframe it, look at it in a new way. Ask yourself, this is a Tony Robbins question that utterly changed my life. Ask yourself, how is the worst thing that ever happened to you actually the best thing that ever happened to you? You will find a way to see that in a positive light, I promise you. There's all kinds of studies about people that have even catastrophic accidents happen to them, the loss of a child, loss of a spouse, um, loss of mobility in the body. A year later, um, they are able to get back to a baseline of happiness by rationalizing how it was the best thing that ever happened to them. Stephen Hawking is the perfect example, literally lost uh, the use of 99.999% of his body. I think all he has left are the ability to move his eyes and there's one muscle in his cheek that he can still twitch. Um, so, But he says because of that, he's had the major breakthroughs in physics that he's had because in losing his body, it forced him to focus on his mind and really turn inward. So. Um, that would be my breakdown there. And by the way, I'm really, really um, on my list of important things I have uh, to create content around suicide, if I'm honest, is actually what it says. I get hit up almost every day uh, with people asking about that. They're in that state, so I really want to create something meaningful, but that will ultimately come down to anxiety and depression as well. Um, Joshua Martel, thank you, man, for the very kind words. Daniel Breeze, hey, Tom, I'm training the voice inside my head to push through fatigue, but when is it too much? For example, sometimes... I will feel a little off, but still hit the gym, and I'll end up pulling a muscle, getting sick. Um, oh God, Daniel, you're probably gonna hate my answer, but here is the, the honest truth. When you know you've earned a day off, take it off. Don't take a day off because you're worried about fatigue, man. Uh, just, I really, really believe you gotta man up, you gotta push through that stuff, and pulling a muscle isn't because you're working yourself too hard. Pulling a muscle is because you're not focused. So stay focused. If you're crushing it, kicking ass, leaving it on the field every day, then take a day off, take a week off, take a month off, doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, if you know you're killing it, like take that time off. But nine times out of 10, to really be proud of yourself, to really feel good, to really have framework happiness, it's about doing more, it's about pushing harder, it's about grinding it out, it's about surpassing other people. And the mental fatigue usually comes because your life isn't aligned with the things that make you feel most alive. 
That's just the truth. Um, and I think you need to address that. Um, getting sick is probably less psychological than it is um, microbiome. And I'm really uh, very cognizant that because I'm researching the microbiome right now, like my every answer is the microbiome is the problem. I'll balance that out as I learn more about it, but I'm hyper intrigued by that. So I would focus on what more could you do, learn whatever to avoid getting sick. Um, but again, if you know you've earned a day, take a day. Uh, Stephen Miles, I want to scale Blissen. Don't know what that is, but I don't want to borrow money. I don't want to owe anybody. Is that a good call? Um, not if it's stopping you from growing, but debt is dangerous. So be hyper, hyper um, slow to bring on debt. But if you've got the business wherewithal to know that that would be a meaningful thing to you, then I wouldn't hesitate. So um, mezzanine debt is one of the things that allowed Quest to stay privately held um, and grow when we needed the extra cash flow. So I'm certainly not tense about it, but we took very little, took as little as we could, uh, borrowed against accounts receivable whenever humanly possible. So yeah, you're right to be super hesitant, but um, if, if that's what your business demands, and again, I don't understand your business, so taking debt may be totally stupid and it may be something entirely else that's holding you back, um, or really, truly, like debt may give you the cash flow that you need. Um, Tananzin, oh my God, thank you so much. We'll definitely start talking a lot. Uh, and you said my complicated name pretty well. Yay. Javi, any recommendation of a book that talks about solid motivation? <sighs> motivation is one of those things, man. It's, um, it's so fleeting. I wouldn't lean on motivation. I would really lean on building the mindset that you need to push through the times when you don't feel like doing something. That is really, truly the secret, the key to life. Um, the books that I put out, so I have 25 books in order that I think people should read if they wanna be successful in life. And successful to me is not monetary. Um, success is really about being fulfilled, having goals, going after them, like whatever those goals are, it doesn't matter. But there's a certain mindset that's gonna allow you to do that. And the books that I put in order will help you build that mindset. So um, go to impacttheory.com, check out Tom's reading list, um, and that will give you something. Melissa McKinney, what is up? Are you still in the feed? I hope you are. I went to high school with that girl. What is up, homegirl? Very cool to see you in the feed. Uh, and give my love to the whole fam, by the way. Tell Tim I said, what's up? Uh, Joshua, what audiobook app do you use? I use Audible, game changer for me. Uh, Lewis, what's up, dude? Slide in the DMs, you know what's up. Uh, Tananzin, I will read the book Word. Lucas, do I own Quest? Wow, I think that's the same person I asked that. I already answered that, uh, but the answer is yes. Uh, my portion, uh, which is roughly a third, but we sold a piece of the company a while ago. Uh, Tom, Joe Cross, hey Tom, happy 4th, celebrating freedom, baby. You are right, my friend. Happy 4th to everybody in the feed. Um, do not know this man. I don't know if that's aimed at me. Uh, Emerson Brand, first time watching live. I've been listening for about two months. Thanks for helping me change my life. Dude, I live for comments like that. You are absolutely welcome. Um, it is hard to break old habits, no doubt, but working through step at a time. Word up, my oh. Word up, sorry, hit the wrong button. Sam, building self-brand product or help other small businesses on internet? What do you suggest first? I need more information. 
Uh, so building your own brand, if you're really gifted at something and it will add a lot of value in today's day and age, that is incredibly potent and getting people's attention and really delivering value and not asking anything in return is, is insanely valuable as evidenced by the fact that people ask me almost daily, like someone did in this feed, like how can they help? Uh, it's just an incredibly powerful position. But if you don't have something that's really going to deliver value, going and getting involved in somebody's business, really learning a skill, really being able to help them grow something is super tangible to them uh, and will give you the chance to have somebody else pay you to learn, which is always valuable. Um, Lewis, haha, thanks boss. I always appreciate your support, dude. Love what you're doing. It is absolutely my pleasure. Camilia, Christopher Anderson, happy fourth from Fort Worth, Fort Worth in the house. What is up? Right back to you, Joshua Martell. Have you looked into Kyle Cease yet? I haven't, but you sent me the link to somebody else today, Dr. Dispenza, uh, and that I did check out briefly. He's interesting. I need to look up more on him uh, to see if he's also charismatic, which is always nice. So uh, forgive me, but I don't even, you, you, you're stalking me about Kyle Cease and I've completely forgotten who he is and why you want me to look at him. Uh, full disclosure, I believe honesty is the best policy, so forgive me for that. Uh, Steve Cherilamis is in the house. What is up, dude? Truly, uh, he's literally my brother-in-law and think of him like a brother. What is up, man? Uh, much love to you. I do feel bad that uh, you're not here, which would be much more fun than rubbing it in that you guys lost uh, on the 4th of July. But uh, happy 4th to you, Mary. Alexander, toughen the fuck up, Buttercup. You are goddamn right. Steve again, ordered my IT t-shirts last week. Thank you for the support, my brother. I appreciate it very much. Joe Cross, what has you most excited right now about IT? The honest answer is community growth, but the thing that I really focus my time on is the studio side, and there's stuff moving on that that I'm really, really excited about. Just had a meeting with one of the most prestigious management agencies in Hollywood about potentially partnering up with them. Uh, I'm gonna be out of the country here, and then I'm supposed to meet with them again when I get back. That meeting was, it's one of those, I don't know how to explain why it was so fucking awesome, but it was insanity. Uh, so I'm very excited. And I think if I had to put a finger on it, it's because they're taking what we're doing very, very seriously, uh, which is amazing. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but the community, man, I, I just, the community is everything. And what I love is that that's critical to what we're trying to build on the studio side. And I really believe we're going to disrupt the studio system because we understand that far more than the studios do. And even though they could watch my content and steal all of my ideas, they're not going to because such is the nature of a big company. Uh, and that's why they get disrupted. It's fucking crazy. Nobody learns. Uh, Tannen, as a nutrition expert, how do you deal with someone close to you who is dealing with anorexia? All right, so anorexia has nothing to do with nutrition and everything to do with the mind. Um, I'm a big believer. I'm a filter. I am not... Um, I'm not trying to convince people. And so, oh God, that's such a bad answer. All right, here's the truth. If somebody that I loved were struggling with that, it's basically like suicide on the installment plan. What would I really do? You have to meet them with compassion and empathy where they are. If you try to preach, if you try to pull, it isn't going to work. And so I get it. The sense of desperation that I would feel would be extreme. And I would really want to cajole, push, punish, reward, like all of it to try to get them out of it. And it's just not going to work. Um, I think I would totally set that aside and I would focus on just empowerment. I would focus on helping them feel good. I would focus them on neuroanatomy, neurochemistry, and most importantly, living by example, man. God, 
you can't save everybody. That is that is the the brutal, painful truth. And anorexia is just like a drug addiction, and they have become addicted to the feeling of getting skinny. It's purely psychological. It is body dysmorphia. It is absolute terrifying delusion. But they're getting something positive. And here's the thing nobody wants to talk about with anorexia. The level of discipline that they have is fucking outrageous. It's unbelievable. And they feel so good about that. And they can't see that it's now gotten into like a sickness. And now it's like in a totally demented place. And if they could just switch that and point it at something that's positive and empowering and come up with a definition of positive empowering that includes longevity. And there's just no longevity in anorexia. Um, if it doesn't actually kill you, um, it, it is so detrimental to you metabolically. And look, I'm actually a believer. Like there's a fine line. Caloric restriction is awesome for longevity, but caloric restriction to the point of what they're doing, which shuts down organs and all that is You've got to be willing to steer by something objective. You have to understand that your mind lies to you. you yeah, uh, fuck. There's no easy answer to that one. It's like asking me, what would I do with a drug addict? Um, and I'll just reinforce, out of all of that, if you take only one thing away, take away compassion and empathy. That's it. Love them as they are, where they're at. Be their friend. Don't feed into the sickness, but you got to love them like where they are. And... If you do that long enough, my hope is that they can begin to stabilize themselves. If they have a positive influence in their life, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Be positive. Stay focused on you. Stay focused on introducing positive ideas. Jesus, I could do a whole episode on that. Um, at Roshan, uh, therapy hacks, good sleeping habits, good diet, and regular exercise. It's a life hack. You push your body. You push your body to function well. You give the mind a hard time keeping down your body. Don't know if that, I'm assuming, helps. I think he was replying to the person that asked um, about pushing themselves too much, which I think was Dan Bro. Um, Fabio, have you seen the documentary, What the Health? I have not. Tannen, I'll check it out. Thank you. You're welcome. Mike Burkhart, what's the best, most useful product or item you've bought in 2017 that I bought? It's going to be books which I doubt is the answer that you want. Captivate is the most um, useful thing that I've encountered so far that I can think of. If I really spend time, I might be able to come up with something better. It's a book by Vanessa Van Edwards, who uh, is our guest next week on Impact Theory. We've already done the interview, but I think it drops next week. Uh, Gabriel, thank you for answering. Always my pleasure, my friend. Martin, what three books had the biggest influence in your life that you can recommend? Oh, God. Okay, that actually had the biggest influence in my life were, and I hope I give the same answer to this every time. I'm actually not sure I do. Uh, but Gunslinger by Stephen King, because that made me realize that I enjoyed reading. Um, the Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell, because that made external narrative very clear to me, and that very much planted the seed roughly almost 20 years ago now uh, for what has become impact theory. <sighs> And then what's the third? I'm blanking on something true, so I'll just give you something that popped. The thing that popped into my head is Lynchpin, which, God, that's surprising that that jumped into my mind. And I'm almost certain if I really thought about it, I would not repeat that. Uh, but that book is, is very, very powerful. 
Um, Stephen D. Miles, yep, I always tell folks we are a walking chemistry set. All right, so that tells me I'm way behind on these comments. Happy fourth to everybody in the feed. Um, you should write a book, I am. What's up with Quest? Um, I don't understand that question. They just put out the new hero bars. Check them out. I'm not involved in a day-to-day -day basis anymore. Sean, Daniel, do you use or support nootropics? I don't use them, and just for that reason, I guess I don't support them. Um, I just don't like external things. Um, Minvu, depression is spiritual crisis. It's when you are not in the alignment with your true self. Sort of. There's also just like neurology to really... Uh, be honest about in that and I think while yes I agree that that sort of starts the process the process ends up having a very physical uh, component to it um, Stephen D. Miles sound like Tony also you're killing it today what new tropes are you on zero unless you count caffeine um, I do like to begin my day with an ice cold monster um, Brian McLeod, any advice for a recent college graduate? Get so good they can't ignore you. That's the only advice you ever need. Decide what it is that you want to be uh, great at, what makes you feel the most alive, and get so fucking good they can't ignore you. I just can't say that enough. Get good. Don't start a feed. Don't uh, worry about um, creating uh, you know, a social movement. Just get good. Get really, really good at something. Patrick Rivera, Tom, I am 24 and have 70K, but am emotionally bankrupt with no friends to be with tonight. That is fucking awesome. That is amazing. So I love that, and here's why I love that. Because it's gonna give you the opportunity to read and begin to develop yourself. Now, you could very easily sit and wallow in the fact that you don't have friends, but you, my friend, are gonna rise above that and you're gonna realize that that is a result of choices you have made, and because those are choices you have made, you can make different choices and get a different result. Now, the reason I'm saying that that's fucking amazing is I want you guys all to practice doing that. Look at the worst thing in your life and say, how is this the best thing? So not having any friends, A, is an opportunity to practice getting friends, and you're starting from scratch. So you can find out if it's really working. Uh, two, hey, you don't have people to spend time with tonight? Awesome! That means that you can read. And if you want, read about how to win friends and influence people. It could be a great place to start. But sitting there and feeling bad about it is not going to serve you, at least not for more than 20% of your time. And if you know me, beauty and rage, an equal, not an equal measure, excuse me, 80% uh, on the beautiful side and 20% kicking yourself in the ass. So sure, spend 20% of today going, what the fuck have I done that's made me in this position where I'm emotionally bankrupt and I'm sitting here wishing that I could hang out with friends, but I don't have any because I haven't done the things to cultivate friendships, and then spend the other 80% of the time going, you know what's fucking awesome about me is I'm the kind of person that takes a deficit and I'll put in the work to figure out what I need to do to get better at that thing, and everything, even building friends, is a skill. And I think people look at it and say, well, if I were a good person, I would have friends. That's total horseshit. You're just not doing the things that you need to do in order to build meaningful friendships. You can immediately flip that and begin doing the things you need to do to build the friendships. And because you don't have any, tonight's the perfect time to start. It's fucking amazing. All right, Yannick, uh, gotta go to work. Peace out, homie. Looking forward to today's IT episode. Oh, I'm, I'm doing this live because there is no uh, IT episode today. Forgive us for that, but we didn't think people would go in on it because of the 4th of July. I think most people will be doing family stuff. Uh, Blisten is my life-changing coaching subscription service. Word up, homie get it done, uh, then you're probably going to need to build your personal brand. Going back to that answer, Mike Burkhardt, do you see IT setting up schools or academies that might help people who may not want to or be able to attend university?
When it comes to platforms that will help you run a business, there is no shortage of options on the market. But if you want to use the best, most advanced, and most efficient platform out there, you need to be using Shopify. For whatever and wherever you want to sell, from launching to going international, Shopify is the global commerce platform that will help you grow at every stage of your business. With award-winning customer service, the internet's highest converting checkout page, and a suite of integrated AI tools. Tools, Shopify is your all-in-one platform to quickly and efficiently take your business to the next level. I love everything about Shopify because it makes it so easy to start, run, and grow a business. Shopify powers more than 10% of all U.S. e-commerce because businesses that want to grow quickly use Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash impact, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash impact right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash impact. In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you want to have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need. And Impact Theory's own chief financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. If getting your hands dirty and taking good care of your car or cars is a passion of yours, then eBay Motors is here for the ride because I'm sure you remember when you first saw the potential in that beauty. And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly with eBay Motors. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mike, I don't know yet. 
I don't know yet. So at the end of the day, this company will pivot to be whatever it needs to be to be self-sustaining and help the most people get out of the matrix. I think that that's going to be traditional narrative. And I think that that's going to leave us virtually no time to build a university uh, or university equivalent. But I could be wrong, and I'm very open. Whatever pulls people out of the matrix. Uh, Roshan, thanks for the advice, Tom. Hope you'll cover more content on depression and anxiety in the future. I think it's almost inevitable. I get asked about it so often. Daniel Breeze, thank you. The week that you got really sick and recorded two episodes, were you still going to the gym? Were you eating differently to get your health back up before going back to your regular diet? Um, I, okay, so let's take these one by one. Um, I was not going to the gym at the height, but I did at the end of the flu, but the very end, because I, I really do think that in that instance when you're sick that you can just continue to depress the immune system, create more problems for yourself. Um, plus I don't value the gym enough to, uh, keep pushing when it really, really sucks. When you've got like a temperature, I think it's probably a bad idea. Although I will admit I've read some stuff that says that working out while you're sick may, um, in essence, like squeeze your immune system and force it, uh, into activity. And if I found that that were true, I would go to the gym like a fucking religious freak because I hate being sick so much and anything that I could do to shorten that time, even suffer more, I would do gladly uh, to get back to optimal performance. But right now my belief is that's probably a bad idea. Um, I, do, I don't eat differently, but I spike my calories. So I take my calories up just in case. It is purely a hypothesis that taking in more calories would be useful. Uh, but when I had the flu, I didn't want to eat, so I didn't. Uh, I listened to my body on that one. So for the first few days of the flu, I, I probably had less than um, 800 calories a day, maybe less than 500, just because eating just was so nasty. Um, and then as I felt better, I ate more. Uh, Nina, I've seen the list. Please clarify what book is first on my list. Mindset, without question. Uh, Corey, do you ever reread books? Almost never, but sometimes I reread The Power of Myth. Um, I've probably reread a couple of others, but it's fucking small. Uh, Jeff Thornton, my man Tom, loving these live vids. Thanks for the top 25 books. I'm working through all of them now, finishing up Mindset. My man, enjoy. Uh, happy 4th, everyone. I'm with you on that one. Corey, when are you going to give us your gamer tag and run some raids? That would be never. <sighs> Is that the right move? I don't know that that's the right move, but it's the move I'm employing right now. And here's why. I like to be anonymous when I play. I, the last thing I want is somebody that um, isn't is going to heckle me for embarrassing myself because I'm not very good. So, um, and yeah, I like to be anonymous. That's the God's honest truth. Maybe I'll revisit that for a very select number of people. Maybe I'll give it to like my most diehard impactivist. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. Maybe you earn your way to my gamer tag, but on an individual basis. Minnie Hodge, what is up? My cousin's in the feed. Keep up the great work. Love listening to you. Thank you, Minnie. Minnie is one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Really, really a fan. Um, Melissa McKinney, still here. Listen to you often. Wow, thank you. That's amazing. You are killing it. I'll tell Timmy uh, you gave a shout out. Watching IQ helped me through some tough times. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, so cool. Lisa Bill, you're doing great, baby. Thank you, Pumpkin. Who's right over there? Uh, by the way, have you guys checked out um, her new podcast, Sheroic Podcast? It's amazing with Cassie Ho. It's so much fun. It's so informative. You guys have to check it out. You have to check it out. They're absolutely smashing it. Um, really go support them. Follow her at, at Lisa Billy, by the way. Encourage her to be social. I'm so proud of her. She's doing such a good job. She is really religious now about going on, answering people's questions, responding to comments. I'm just super proud. Uh, she's absolutely killing the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm, I am my wife's biggest fan, I promise you. Uh, but check out the feed. They're killing it. 
Um, Gabriel, hey Tom, I was a teacher here in Brazil and I wonder what three advices, I love the pluralization of that word, would you give them to be successful in life? Mindset, mindset, mindset. That is fucking it. Like they have got to go hard on mindset. Read the book, literally the book, Mindset. Start with that, get a growth mindset, believe anything is possible, that you have to develop your way to that, um, that it's all about learning skills, man. That is it, but really it, it comes down to mindset. Um, and then employing that mindset to getting so good they can't ignore you. And if you'll let me stop at those two things, I'll be a very happy man. Those are really the keys. Uh, Fu Hang, happy fourth from Springfield. What is up, Springfield? Um, Alex, Tom, what advice would you give a nutrition coach who typically works one-on-one with clients but wants to break into corporate nutrition coaching for companies? Interesting. Um, I might be the worst person to ask B2B advice. I absolutely despise working B2B. Uh, It is a long sales cycle. I don't understand the psychology of it. Everything moves slowly. You'd literally have to reach into that company and figure out why does the person who gets to make the decision on this ultimately want to make the decision, yes or no. It just doesn't speak to my personality, man. Um, I'm not gonna be useful to you here. But uh, at the end of the day, delivering value. In a business context, you have to figure out why it's more valuable financially to the company as a whole, and then how are you gonna help the person who's gonna say yes, get promoted. That's the icky truth. Um, your work, this is from Dimitri Makaridis. I'm gonna guess we have a Greek in the house. Now, your work has really helped me find my footing again. I'm very grateful. Dude, I'm very grateful for you taking the time to write that comment. That is the juice that feeds me, that pushes me. I am wired for that. Uh, I've reinforced that in my own mind. I've made that a part of my identity. So hearing that I'm helping people do something amazing with their life, find happiness again, fuck. Like that is the thing that makes me work as hard as I do. Joe Cross, you are crushing it on Instagram now. Thank you, man. And mad love to the team here that's helping me really strategize um, where we take that. Mad love to Vayner uh, Talent for helping us execute against that with the photography and the videos and everything. Um, We're just really having a good time. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Can I be honest? I'm deeply dissatisfied with my Instagram feed. I'm happy with, um, I think it was good for a while. I don't think we've pushed ourselves hard enough. And so here's my 20% time. I'm focusing on how unsatisfied I am with that. And I think we really, really have to push it. So um, yeah, thank you for letting me share that. Uh, Joe Cross, what's the status of Jared Adams? It's so funny, like people are really like, they get their own thing, a dog with a bone. Uh, so Joe's dog with a bone is Jared Adams. We are moving that forward. I need fucking contracts. So uh, I'm working through that. I'm sure you all know my absolute uh, hatred for having to deal with contracts, but it's at the top of my important things list. But dealing with attorneys takes forever. And so, but I'm really, really hoping to have that uh, moving in earnest before I leave. I don't want to think about it while I'm gone, uh, but more committed to Jarrett now than ever. I just think his story is insanely powerful and he's making it more and powerful, more powerful day by day. Uh, it's one of the three um, real life stories that we want to get the rights to and move forward. It's one of the things that I was talking to uh, the management company about on and on and on. Um, I've been in communication with Jared. He knows a little bit of that, but in fairness, I haven't given him all the details. Um, Kenny Little, hello from beautiful Lake Havasu City. What do you think about penny stocks? I know fuck all about penny stocks. I cannot help you there. Uh, I would give you the world's worst advice. I am not the man to turn to for um, stock market tips. Yeah, I know virtually nothing about it. Know thyself, I don't know it. Um, Crystal Potter, you are my current, my current inspiration. 
I will do my best to continue to earn that every day. Um, it is absolutely my honor. Jason Rigby, what's up, dude? How would you learn to trust in relationships and with business partners when you've been disappointed or hurt before? Here's the most beautiful thing about that. And that is knowing that people are going to hurt you. That is an inevitability. And can you still open yourself up to that again? Can you still trust? Can you still extend yourself uh, in an intelligent way and not necessarily with the same people? Uh, when somebody burns you, you've got to recognize that. Going back to what I was talking about early in the feed, tit for tat strategy, um, nice guys finish last and they finish first and understanding um, how to balance that out is really the key. Um, so uh, working with over communicating with your partners is really, I think, the way to um, earn trust. Finding out how they've acted in the past is a very good predictor of how they will act in the future. Um, and then just spending time, spending time, spending time, spending time. Um, those are really keys. I think that's a pretty cheap answer. Um, and I'm, I'd really um, have to have a format where I had more time. I'm going to be wrapping this up uh, here. Uh, but hit me up with that question again if you really want more answers. Sean, when will Tony Robbins be on Facebook Live show on your page? Great question. We'd have to ask Tony that. I would have him on any time. Um, Melissa McKinney, very good point. We did go to elementary school. Uh, do you still braid? I do not still braid hair. God, I can't believe you remember that. Even I forgot that I used to do that, which I used to practice on a pillow with tassels. Well, that's hyper random. Uh, Javi, that's so true. Anorexia. Okay, guys. God, I got way behind. I really had planned to answer all these questions. There's so many amazing questions. Thank you guys so much for submitting these. I'm going to wrap now. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on this feed. This community is everything. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a blast today. And please, as I said to every Impact Theory member when they left for the 4th of July, don't put fireworks down your pants. And I say that because I saw a video on Reddit of a jackass that actually put fireworks in the band of his pants. It can't end well. It can't end well. So have a safe and sane 4th of July, everybody. Mad love to all of you and especially my impactivists out there. Peace and happy 4th of July. And until next time, be legendary, my friends. Take care. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.